0: Live and local across in the city and South
1: Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. It's just gone half past 12 and it's time to talk to my first guest of 2024. 20, I'd like to say hello to Dr. Alexis Willett. Hello to you. Hello to you. Uh lovely to see you in the studio uh, on a, a lovely sunny day. Um now Alexis you've written many books and uh before we talk about calmism which is your latest book and eight uh, eight ideas eight habits sorry not even ideas eight habits for complete rest um before we talk about that would you like to talk about your kind of your background how you've ended up uh writing what you are
0: Yeah, so I started off, I guess it goes back to when I did my PhD in it was the area of biomedical science. And it was all very interesting. But I think I decided that perhaps research a research career wasn't for me. And I'd like to take what people are finding in research, take the science and actually see what people can do on a day to day basis with it. You know, how can we apply what we know to our own lives? And what do we know? And what actually don't we know? And where are the gaps and make it a bit more useful for everyday living?
1: brilliant so um before you came to calmism um what other things then did you find that that worked well
0: well other other books i've written about um one was a very interesting one was really thinking about the brain and how much we really need because i think a lot of people talk about how amazing the brain is which of course it is but we know there are people who don't perhaps have a full complement of brain um up there so you know can we live perfectly fine without it and it was a real exploration of that was very very interesting and another book I wrote about was thinking about everything we drink and what it does to us so everything from water and coffee and juices and alcohol and thinking about what does the science say what don't we know what a lot of claims that are made and what it might be doing to us healthy or otherwise
1: No, no. I mean we could explore those at another time because that's a very interesting one especially for January where lots of people uh, start doing dry January or whatever and trying different things. I interestingly... Uh, her, well I thought it was interesting I've just realised it may not be um, somebody had posted that how they'd stopped drinking Red Bull and they were you know really healthy and they were drinking four smoothies a day and I was thinking well that sort of is good but amount of sugar that's probably in that and they were saying what they put in them all and I was thinking oh, <laughs> maybe a little bit of water in between <laughs> might be good so it is interesting how uh, to take this uh, what's claimed and what's real and, and kind of put, put it out there for us poor people that are trying to work out what's the best thing
0: yeah I think that's it. I think there's so much information out there. Sometimes we people say, oh, we need more information. But actually, I think we're bombarded with information. It's actually seeing the wood for the trees, p- really picking through what is the quality evidence, where are the gaps, where people are making claims, where there's no real foundation. And especially when nowadays you have the proliferation of social media, which you know can be a great thing it could be really good for spreading information but actually sometimes it can be a bit of a negative thing because people are making a lot of claims with not really much to back them up so it's really helping people make informed choices yeah
1: yeah and that's very easy done you know you hear something like you know like you would in the old days you'd be sitting in a pub chatting and somebody makes a statement and then that gets like say proliferated now it's in um social media that can go a 100 times and then it becomes a truth apparently you know but until somebody actually thinks i'm just going to fact check that yeah uh, i uh, think
0: that's it. It, it really it just sort of amplifies those pieces of information doesn't it yeah but you know, we can't all be scientists. I mean, at the end of the day, people have got other things to do. So I think it's helpful if people can look through that with a critical eye and say, well, we think this, is, this is, seems to be factual and these other things maybe there's a few question marks over them mm. and it just it's just helpful for people to make their, de- their own decisions and not telling people what they should be doing but just giving people that that idea
1: that's a very good very good points now alexis your latest book calmism uh, uh, eight habits for complete rest how's this come about then
0: i think it comes about from the point of view that we know that everyone is busy a lot of people are overwhelmed. Life is full on, isn't it? You know, it's sort of 24-7. In the old days, perhaps you would go to work, you'd finish it, maybe you might do a nine-to-five And then you really clocked off for the day. Yes, you had other jobs, but nowadays emails can come at all times of day. There might be other messages that you need to deal with and and expectations are so much higher that you have to respond so much more quickly and get those reports in or have the most amazing birthday party for your child or whatever these these things are in people's lives. It's just go, go, go. And I think there's a lot of information again out there about how can we rest? How can we feel better on a day-to-day basis? And it was really picking through what might work, what's been shown to be helpful, where are the gaps, things you can try, maybe we don't know much about the evidence, but they don't seem to be harmful, but so maybe they're worth a go. And it was really about putting that all together so people can have these habits on a day-to-day basis rather than feeling they have to really invest in one thing completely fully, take a lot of time out when they don't have that time to give.
1: I think that's a good point too, because as you're saying that, you even the things you're mentioning i'm thinking oh yes oh yes uh, uh, you know what things and this 24 uh, 7 like you say getting emails now what's the appropriate time to reply do you have to reply straight away is it okay to leave it three days because you're not working on that project at that point and so managing expectations but managing your own expectations just having the conversation someone said they don't have their emails on their phone and i was thinking oh. but then of course that means that when you're at desk you work at it when you on your phone walking around you don't see the things and maybe that's a a good way to kind of balance it but that doesn't always work of course
0: no exactly i think everyone has to find their own way of managing the things in their life that um maybe make things a little bit hectic for them and and things like emails and messages is a really important one i often think the majority of what many of us do not everyone but many of us we do a lot of activities they are not groundbreaking They are not life-saving. They are not critical. So why do we all have to respond right now and do everything right now? We don't. You know, that's unrealistic. And it's not, you know, the world's going to keep on turning. So I think it's being a bit kinder to yourself and thinking, OK, can something wait 15 minutes, for example? Does it have to be done now? um, Or can I wait till tomorrow? And obviously, we don't want a knock-on effect where we're making everybody else be late. But it's thinking through we're just being a bit, little bit more realistic going okay what do I really need to do what do I need to do now what would be would it be better for me just to take five minutes outside and get a breath of fresh air in this beautiful lovely sunshine today and just calm down for a minute before I then carry on and it's little things like that creating some ease in your day will actually just make you feel better and give you slightly more energy for the things you do have to do
1: so this is what you would call calmism
0: that's right. It's really about an approach. It's about finding little things that you can do daily that become habits where you don't have to find really extra time for them that actually just help you maintain your energy. It's There's lots of things we can do, like go to exercise classes or yoga or have holidays and spa days. And we love those. They're great all throughout the year. But it, can we do things daily which don't feel like they're yet another thing to do and they're just part of our normal day anyway and a good example i was talking about the other day was cold showers now i'm not suggesting everyone does cold showers especially when it's freezing outside but perhaps when you've got a day when you're you need more energy or you're feeling really sluggish or you've got a lot on if you're having a shower anyway for the last 5-10 seconds could you turn it down to cold just before you get out and that is very very energizing for a lot of people it's not very fun at the time but afterwards you feel very tingly and raring to go and that has not taken any extra time and we all we all spend time in the bathroom every day you know why not take an extra minute just to take some slow breaths and a stretch it's little very tiny things that we can do that just make us feel just a little bit better and if you feel a little bit better you may have a little bit more energy and motivation to do something else that helps you
1: yeah, no, that, I, I really like that idea because all these big, grand news resolutions, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, they can then you, you can fall by the wayside mm. of them because they're not always, um, you know, manageable in, mm. over time. But if you can do that, I like the idea of you're doing that anyway, so let's let's do that at the same time. Now, is there the kind of, as a scientist now, I'm going to ask you, how, is there much proof for the cold water showers? Because, again, it's... it's it, it, sort of blew up last year or the year before especially since pandemic I think when people were looking for different places to swim mm-hmm. and they were saying about cold showers now I've heard five minutes ten minutes but I like the idea of five to ten seconds I think I could cope with that because I, yes. I thought well I'm kind of standing in a cold shower for five minutes or ten minutes uh,
0: yeah you know. so so there was um, a big study done and they got various volunteers and to have um, they, they were looking at how energised they felt and whether they felt different afterwards and they got them to take different lengths of cold showers and And they weren't very long. They were sort of 15 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, a minute and a half. And they found, I think, over about 15 to 30 seconds, there wasn't really any difference. You didn't feel that much extra benefit, but everyone felt benefit from doing it. So my point is sort of reducing that, saying, well, maybe we haven't got 30 seconds or we can't bear it for 30 seconds, but if you can do 10 seconds, that's better than nothing. And all the little habits are they're better than nothing, and over time they would build up to feeling just a bit better. And I think we all just would like to feel a little bit better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's so true. Especially at the, the beginning of the year, we were just saying, a well, lot people have gone back to work this week and probably thinking, I'm never going to get through, and the, you know, the days are getting lighter, but the dark days, but your, even your, um, your habit there of going out for five minutes, I'm very good for thinking, oh, i do that later. I just want to get this one done, and then I'm just going to get that done, then I'm just going to get the other thing done. Mm-hmm and i and I, I can wait i can wait to have a drink i can wait to, to go for a walk and then you realize that you've gone through two and a half hours and um it's gone dark so um i'm going to try and do that one and yes. even five minutes i guess is yeah
0: just standing cool. outside your back door on your balcony or outside the office wherever you are just for a few minutes and just take a few slow breaths or and and try not to think about anything I think it's really trying to calm the racing brain is is easier said than done, but with practice and over time, we can just let our minds just really think about nothing or think about nicer things. And you know, if you can just stand outside, and I always think just look up at the sky. There's if you have no, it's nice to look at greenery, but if there's no greenery around you, you've always got the sky. Yes, yeah, so look uh, up. Just look up yeah. and and just wonder who else is looking up at the same time, wherever in the world. Which I always think is a nice thought.
1: Oh, that's lovely. Well, thank you very much for that that's a great uh, start so Dr Alexis Willett and Calmism and you've kindly agreed to come in kind of probably next month uh, once a month and we'll just go through a couple of these um, habits and then we can discuss how we've done for the habit for this month so I can uh, (laughs) I'll I'll report back on my cold (laughs) showers thank you very much thank you Cambridge 105 Radio